Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 104, and today we're going to share our thoughts on aging. We are now either entering our 40s or at 40 for myself, and we've really been thinking a lot about what it means to age. We've had guests ask us to cover this topic, so we're going to spend a little time exploring what it means to come of age, what has changed for us. We've known each other for 20 years, so I know we can relate a lot to what has changed physically, maybe mentally, but we're going to cover a little bit of that today. So how are we feeling, ladies? Bienvenidas. Muy bien. Snacking at you. Just as I put something in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry, hungry. We go hungry. (laughs) Yeah, we feel hungry. We can't, we we get hangry, I guess, if we don't eat, right? That's one for me when I was pregnant. I used to get so hangry when I was pregnant. When, that was going to be my first question, actually. When did you first even become aware that you were aging? At what age did you sort of feel like, oh, this is what aging is. Because I think for me in my 20s, I never really thought about it at all. It never was a thing. And I can be more specific about when it happened for me in my 30s. Go for it. Go for it. For me, it was my after my mid 30s. So I already had my three kids and I was moving into more of a high power career. And I remember for the first time, maybe 37, 36, feeling like the white hairs just weren't stopping. I was sitting in my car one day and I like plucked out one white hair and then I plucked out another white hair and I counted, I plucked out 33 white hairs. And I remember thinking, oh my God, like they don't stop. Like I have all this white hair. And before that, I hadn't really considered much about my grays coming in and didn't realize that that was an obvious sign of me growing up and aging. And then at the same time, I think it's when I noticed how easily I would sunburn. And when you're young, and I hope our listeners that are in their 20s freaking take this advice because often we don't you don't wear sunscreen as much and maybe you don't burn and you don't wash your face when you should but I remember how easily I would sunburn after my mid-30s and I thought oh wow this is something to do with my skin my skin changing and it's much more susceptible to sunburns and obviously like filters on Instagram when suddenly I was like oh I need a filter like I don't know how we did it before filters you just had to age gracefully but there have been times when those filters, they change the dark circles, the grays that I'm oh, trying yeah. to hide. But it was definitely my, you know, 37, 38-year-old self, maybe even younger than that now that I think about it. I think I was like 35 because I do remember getting on it with me as my body and wanting to have a more ideal body and wanting to enjoy the end of my 30s because I thought it's not going to be forever. Like I'm not going to be able to wear like the tight clothes forever or have the boobs popping out forever. And so my, towards my tail end of my thirties, I started to embrace while society may think I'm old, I'm not that old quite yet. So I was aware and it worked two ways. I saw the physical manifestation of being old. And then I saw the personal manifestation of it, of me milking the end of that era, like my thirties and embracing my form, my body, my curves. And I think I'm trying to be in that space now because I do think that there will come a time when that's not appropriate anymore and clubbing. That's my last one where I realized like the last time I went to a club before the pandemic, I remember feeling like these people are so young. There's many young hotties, you know, and I'm here with my husband and we've been going to clubs for 20 years. And it, not that I don't want to go to a club, but it definitely showed me my age and I was more tired and I felt like I looked good and I'd be long, but I definitely felt when are they going to play that nineties hip hop for me? You know, can't hang, can't have a wine hangover anymore. Like all these things 
things really clashed and collided for me. So I handled it in two ways. I became aware and then F it. I'm over it. I'm not going to like also just always wear flip flops, never go to the club. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going to have to start wearing sunscreen and embrace it. So did you guys have any aha moments like that? A moment in the club, a moment in the mirror? Yeah. Definitely with the drinking. I think I've talked about this before. In college, we used to party, drink, levantamos como nada, desayunar. It was, I feel like I felt it kind of earlier on because it was my 29th birthday. I was barely going to turn 30 and we had gone out. We had started pre-drinking like we typically did. Pero came over, Lisette too. We were getting ready in my apartment when I was in law school and we were drinking and we drank. And then the next day, la cruda was cruel, like cruel, cruel, cruel. And cruel, I was like, cruel. Oh. Yes. And I was just like, Híjole, I can't do it the way we used to do it. So that was one point with the drinking. And then I think in my 30s, wiser when drinking, like, okay, how can I handle this? Don't mix for sure. And just be more aware of that. As far as aging physically, two points where I noticed it, it was, you know, me gusta hacer cremas y que estoy con otro. But mo I think I enjoyed it more definitely in my in my 30s, mid 30s, because I remember people before saying, oh, you have to start wearing your cremas in your 20s. But I don't think I really paid attention to it, you know, going to the beach or laying now because we wanted a tan. We didn't really, you know, care about the rays that were affecting our skin. And now it's like, no, I don't want to go tanning. It's like, no, no, no. You know, it's bad for the skin and skin cancer. And so that that was in my 30s where I was like, no, I don't want to lay out. I don't want to go to tanning booths to make my you know, my skin burn or tan. And then with the cremas, where I, you know, me gusta usar las cremas, but then I want to say mid 30s, late 30s, I noticed it around the eyes. I was like, oh, Dios, I'm like, si ya tengo arrugas, like, si las necesito, how can I, how can I start, or what can I start using to diminish them? I haven't tried anything like Botox, but I'm considering it. Según yo, you know, según yo, I was like, ¿Cómo voy a esperar hasta que ya cumpla los 40? Because I still want a 40 without having injected my face or whatever. But me da miedo la aguja en mi cara. So that's skin-wise. Physically-wise, physically-wise, starting to feel like cramping and numbing. And like, even earlier when we were recording, I kept on like readjusting because I felt like, low back pain or I felt like the tingling, las hormiguitas and the feet. Esto es de la edad because I don't remember. I mean, I remember traveling in like cramped up buses in our youth and I didn't, you know, I was fine. I didn't feel anything. And now it's like, no, me tengo que, que mover, caminar. <laughs> Even when, you know, when we're being intimate with the hubbies, it's like, oh yeah, I can't move like that anymore. Like, I, let, hold on, let me adjust myself because yeah. Like, give me a second. Like, give me a second to adjust myself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely in el movimiento. When you're talking about like your legs falling asleep or your, you know, that would always happen. You know, they kind of sit weird or whatever. In the last couple of years, like my foot will fall asleep and it's knocked out. It's not moving. When I move it, it's going to have that chronic <laughs> ass pain. like the oh And once I was having like a work lunch and we're sitting in these stools, we were having this delicious pho, I remember. And I was in this stool with my ankle sort of twisted. I was wearing heels. So it was sort of twisted at the bottom of this stool. Had no idea my leg had fallen asleep. I go to take my first step. I stand on the first leg, which I think was my right leg, my dominant leg. I go to use my left leg and it's like curled. 
I completely dead stiff oh asleep. God. It falls under my, my like my body. And I, I luckily I was by the table. So I'm trying to save myself, trying to save myself. And I'm trying to step. I'm trying to use it. It was so asleep, you guys, that I couldn't use it. Like I couldn't, it, it wasn't to the point of we're hurting hormiguitas. It wasn't there. It was like dead stiff stuck there. And this guy like kind of catches me and I go, oh my God, this has never happened to me before. I'm, I guess my foot fell asleep. I'm sorry. Oh my God. He's like, it's age, girl. He gets up, you know, catches up to his girl's age. He's such a nice, hippity dippy guy that ran like the community <laughs> garden. And I walked out of there like mortified and embarrassed and everybody tried to act like they weren't watching this woman try to get her bearings and try to stand up. And I've had a couple of times since then where I realized like, okay, this foot's not moving before I step on the ground, make sure it's active. So mm -hmm. for sure, I don't doubt that that's age and like blood flow and everything about it. So it just starts working differently. But I'm sure there can be a lot of embarrassing moments when you're coming of age. Like not being able to hold your yeah. freaking bladder when you have to sneeze and you've had many children totally something that only incontinent is a thing so for me when it comes to the physical aspect it's been a lot more recent say in the last couple of months that i've realized okay my skin is not the same you know i feel there's not that elasticity there i could see it on my forehead like my skin before if, if i didn't wear makeup i felt really comfortable just because i naturally felt you know my skin looked nice and that's not happening anymore. But that also comes with the lack of sleep, just all these things that as you get older, there's more things that you have on your mind and the, 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 las preocupaciones, they shift to different things. Um, but it's been definitely recent. I mean, as you guys can see right now, no me peino. Uh, I like to leave my hair down and I see all my canas and I'm, I'm down with the canas. I wanted canas. I'm like, si me van a salir que me salga todo bien, you know? It doesn't mean that maybe later I'll paint them, but I just, I dig them. I don't have anything against them. I'm totally with it. Um, but yeah, it's like definitely my skin. I've always been light skinned, so I burn very easily. So the I could never skip out on sunscreen. I, I mean, I would still go out and be in the sun and risk the burn because I, I wanted to have fun. But now it's like layers upon layers of sunscreen. I, now it's just more layers of sunscreen. Um, also on the physical aspect, like this week I went twice to the chiropractor. Um, and, and I would do, these are things that I would do for myself, even before I had kids, like, you know, oh, get adjusted because I was constantly in, in, in movement. I was exercising often, you know, I was playing sports. I was doing something always. So the chiropractor aspect of it was part of my life. Um, and the massage that so I just included that when I got pregnant, cause I'm like, oh, I think I could go to the chiropractor if this helps my back. But now it's like, there's days away I wake up, like I can't either bend over or I can't stand up. And my constant movement is picking up my kids, doing this, doing that. And I still have a little one que, que no se levanta solo. So I have to like bend over, pick him up, lift him. So all of that I feel has definitely taken a toll on my body. And I think waiting, you know, being older and having kids, I didn't start having kids until 35. So I had at 35, at uh, 37, and then now 38. So it was very back to back and you didn't give, I didn't give my body that time to recuperate and be alive again. So all of that is taking a toll. I could see it also. Um, the social aspect, I think I grew up, uh, the Las Tres, like the most single for a long time and, and no particular like um, partner, you know, like uh, dating someone, anyone serious at the time. But I, when I reached like around that 34 mark, I was, you know, maybe like after my 30s. And But you guys have known me for a long time. So you know que nunca he sido de esas que me he visto like muy provocativa. I'm just more like, oh, this is my style. And if I want to go out and party, I'm going to wear the t-shirt and jeans. If I want to wear the t-shirt and jeans, or I'm going to wear, you know, the, the, the low cut shirt if I want to, but I've never really been much of a, maybe I have a suit this particular way, unless we're like Vegas or it's like a set event, you know, I'm going to be like, 
oh yes, I'm going all out. I'm going to wear that dress I've had in there forever. And for me, it's always been skirts and tops just because my body's funky, <laughs> you know? So I think when I reached around the 33, 34, I would go out a lot to the bars by the beach and, you know, set by the beach it's Southern California. Everyone's like, you know, short shorts, you know, boobies out, butt out, everything, you know, sun's out, everything's out. And for me, I was like, oh, you know, I would be like, I don't care. I'm going to wear this t-shirt that has a cutoff sleeves and I'm going to put my, my jeans. I mean, there would be fitted jeans, you know, but me sentía very boyish compared to all the other women that were in the club having a good time or at the bar. But I felt like, well, what am I, for me, I felt like I'm not going there to find a, a man. I'm going there to socialize, drink, have a good time. And the beauty about Southern California is like, People want to talk, you know, they want to chit chat, they do the small talk and you meet random ass people sometimes. And so to me, it was like at the 34 mark, you know, I just started realizing like, I don't think I want to be 40 and coming to the bar as a habit, you know? Um, and, and, and it was one of those things where I would see older people and I was like, damn, I don't want to be that person. But you could tell that the kind of older people they were, they were single, and they were older and they were just like, you know, trying to see if they can get it in with a younger person. <laughs> and they seem like really eager and try to chat and small talk to you. And it is a little bit sometimes like, you know, you can see kind of right through it. And I, yeah. I'm judging. I know I'm judging. But I was like, you know what? If that's their life, great. But I know I don't want that life. I don't want to be la señora with the crow's feet and the pelito blanco that still looks decently good. But no, I don't want to be that person. So I think around, you know. Yeah, more recently, I'm like, okay, there's a purpose to go into this bar. It's going to be like to hang out with friends, you know, and 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 have a good time with them. It's not like a let me go out and mingle and party. I mean, I probably when you drink, you know, obviously we know each other. We're minglers. <laughs> we like to talk to other people. So we involve other people in the conversation. But the purpose of like that is not there. Like my first thing is not let me put on some heels and go out. I don't think I can walk in heels right now. Like that's another thing. Like I have this ache on my pata that recently started coming in, like on my right foot, there's like this huesito, it just aches. And I'm like, I wake up and it starts hurting. And I'm like, how did that even happen? You know, so I see your, your cousin mentioned something about a chin on her hair. I've been getting this dumb little, I think there's two. I think it's two of them because they take turns growing and they trick me, like thinking I already got it. And the next thing you know, I feel it out. And I'm like, do I, what in the world? Like, do you have superpowers, Belito? Or is it two of them? Like, I'm starting to think that it has an evil twin brother that just doesn't want to let me you know, be chin, chin hair free. So I think in a combination of that most recently is when I started feeling older, my body is just because in my mind, I feel young. I feel like, you know, my mind, my ideas, I'm very open, you know, we're engaged with younger people, my nieces, and you know, we're, we're up to date on the street talk and this, what's going on in the streets. But I feel that definitely my body is what's, what's been the one that's reminding me like, nah, homie, you're knocking on 40, you know, you're a mom now, you're a senora, we're those yeah, people. Doña. People called us Doña, my husband called us Doña sí. earlier, and my mom always felt that Doña was like, oh, that's for old people, and my mom's like 80, and she still doesn't like being called Doña, which is hilarious, but <laughs> I do think that for me, and I wanted to say this to the younger audience, I know if you're in your 20s, you think 40 is so far away, and you think it's so old, and if you're in your early 30s, you're thinking the same thing, and I did that, we all did that, you know, I always thought, 40-year-olds when I was in my 20s were these established people. They were the doctors. They were the engineers of the world, the homeowners, the ones with the perfect little kids. And they were so old to me. And the truth is that when you get there, truly, honestly, 
you mentally wise, you don't feel very old. You think it's old and you think, oh my gosh, those people are so different than me. But it's very true that in spirit and in mindset and even in body, we're talking about all, all of our bodies changing, but yet our, our bodies are still these amazing, wonderful things. Tessie's always out there running, Vettel's gardening, I'm biking. Sure, it's changed and my knees may ache when I'm trying to do like a hit class or go up this steep hill on my bike and I'm not changing my gears, but we aren't these old people, like we can still go to the club. We can still feel youthful. Like Vettel said, listen to the songs and try to learn the lingo. And I'm sure that to my 14 year old son, I am so cringy and so old to him. But the truth of the matter is that as you age, I think you really start to realize it isn't as old as you think it is. It is not as old as you think it is. And 60 year olds right now, we're looking at them like they're so old. And I have a feeling my gut tells me that when we get to 60, we're going to not feel that old. Hopefully, God willing, our physical bodies are still all there in a way that we feel comfortable to still move our bodies and to still be healthy, but we aren't going to feel like, oh, they're so old. So for the youngins out there, it's a perspective that we often hear. It's one that I personally experienced. But 40, in a lot of ways, you're just getting started. You're just doing the big things that you always wanted to do in life. You're young and you can go to that dream vacation and wear that bikini and you're 40 and it's okay. But I know that mindset wise, I think we've judged oldness when we're really young. We judge it as so far gone and so out there. I will say for changing bodies though, one thing that I've noticed is I was always told by my older siblings, oh, when you get older, it's going to be so hard to lose weight. And I always thought those were excuses. So kind of relating to this where you look at older people and you don't connect. And now I look at it and I'm like, no, I do have to try harder to bring the weight off if I've gained weight. And I never saw it when I was in my 30s. I thought, oh, that's just something 40-year-olds say as an excuse about their metabolism. They're just not working out eating well. So again, we label old age as a thing and we look at it as a thing and until you get there i think do you realize wow age is an interesting thing that's on a continuum and your perspective about it will definitely change when you're closer to a certain age what's the weirdest thing that you can think of when it comes to age i know one of you brought up chin hairs oh this is kind of gross to me but uh i mean it's kind of gross but um so before i used to go i used to be able to go like days without washing my hair um you know, just uh, dry shampoo and, you know, and it was a quick fix. And now I have to like wash it every other day, like for sure every other day. Porque si no me empieza a agarrar una comezón, la grasita that I could smell it on myself. Like, and I'm like, por qué es? Like, I'm not doing any physical work. I'm not like, so, like exercising. I, según yo, the day that in between for my washes, that's the day that I don't exercise so that I don't sweat. But even then, like I, I start smelling it. So it's like, I don't know if it's like just because my body and my pH. Yeah, yeah, for sure. PH. It's changing. So, so I smell it now. And then another thing, I try to use like, like the natural deodorants. No, no me sirven. It's just like, I feel like I, I, I still smell. And then going back to like our bodies. I don't think I can wear tacones anymore either. I wore them recently for for my sister-in-law's wedding and uh, at the end of the night, me dolía el pie, but you know, that was kind of like standard. Uh, and just the other day on Wednesday, Wednesday is the day that I go into the office y me quería acá sentir yo muy like profesional and well put together. Me puse unos tacones. I mean, mind you, they were new, but son unos tacones that were, they were kind of chunky in the back and they're like totally like comfortable. I swear to you, the luck the caminar from from the parking lot to the office and it's not it's like a block block and a half i got already like blisters and i was like oh my god my feet are probably like what the hell are you doing lady like you haven't worn me in forever and all of a sudden walking with your tacones and again 
uh, you know, uh, a small heel and it was chunky. So I was like, I can totally do this. You know, I had to, I ended up in flip flops. You're like total, like early on Steve Madden shoes from like the early nineties. They were like the big chunky heel. <laughs> <laughs> like that um, sandal. Yeah. Uh, th- this is so trippy. Like for me, like, I don't find it weird. Um, I don't know. God bless me with a very, very, um, <laughs> overconfidence, I guess you could say when it comes to like my physical aspect. And I think it was the rebelling in me from even being younger. Cuando me decía mamá, ay, la lonjita aquí. And you know, when we're little, our parents don't know, like our parents are like the, our first bullies, our first, you know, fat shamers in a sense. Right. And we're trying to grow away from that. And I look back at pictures. I always thought I was like super gordita, you know, in my head, I was like this super gordita. And I look back at pictures and I always believed it. And I look at, at pictures now of me being younger and being little, like being a little girl and then being a young teen and then being, you know, in college or high school and college. And I wasn't like, I wasn't physically what I thought I was in my head, but because of what I believed through all the time that my parents, you know, not my, my dad specifically, but my mom, my mom's a little bit more like, you know, in touch with our physical. So no te pongas eso, te queda muy apretado, se te ve la, se te ve la pancita. Oh, mi gordita, te ves así muy long. La lonjita se te ve aquí. Párate derechita. You know, so all these things that I'm sure, you know, we've heard from one way or another from our from our moms or from our parents or sometimes from our tías. And it's like unneeded. But for me, despite all of that, I think I was like, pues, ¿qué tiene que tenga lonjita? Yo me la quiero poner because I want to wear it. You know, y si estoy gorda, ¿qué tiene? You know, a mí no me importa lo que piense la gente. I'm like, you mean I need, I need to accommodate to what they want and all that stuff. So I think it a lot of that, outside thinking and questioning everyone else like it, it started from that from that experience that mean like why just because i'm i'm five pounds heavier than you doesn't mean i can't wear this so i always you know did what i could to wear what i wanted and it also so even in college i wasn't the best fit girl but i wasn't the the big girl either i was an in-between girl that i wasn't the skinny and i wasn't hot in, in the sense of like body wise or what people thought about but I loved my body and I loved, you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm so glad that I wore those two pieces when I did. I'm so glad that que me puse esas blusas apretadas, aunque a veces me quedaban un poquito muy apretadas, you know, señalando todo. But that's why I say like, maybe everyone around me was like, oh my God, can you believe it? Oh, but I never felt that because in my head I was like, that's not going to affect me anymore because I'm doing what I want to do. I, I feel comfortable. I like the way I look. And I think it's so important because many of us go through our, our entire lives not having that until later when we realize, like, it's really me. It really comes from me. If I don't love my body, then I can't, you know, I'm not going to let, no one else can love my body. So I, I, that's why I say I'm, like, overly blessed with that confidence because up to this day, I'm like, I know I'm not, you know, now that I'm the weight that I am, and I'm going to be honest on, on our show, I went to the doctor's office and I'm like, to like 15 or something. And I'm like, what in the world? And I, my heaviest at one point was 193. And I thought I was like too big, you know, for me, just because I didn't feel comfortable. Like, oh, I'm, I'm dragging. I, you know, you feel it. You feel your body. Like you, you we need to listen to our bodies. And yes, you know, yeah, I'm like, maybe those back aches are because I'm a little heavier. Maybe this is happening. My foot is hurting now. Maybe because I have a little more extra weight on me. But, you know, there's all these, and, and, and there's times I'm like, I want to jump rope with Gali. And I'm like, how did my mom jump rope with me when I was little? And I don't have the energy to jump with Gali. So now all those things start playing in my, excuse me, in my mind. And I'm like, okay, it's just steps at a time. And, you know, 
thankfully I'm like, okay, tomalo calmado. You're not going to be like this forever. But I still, even though I'm like 215, 220 ish, I still like, you know, I'm like, okay, estoy llenita, pero estoy bien, you know? Like, I'm like, pero bien chula, bien buena. Me siento, obviously no me queda todo como me gustaría que me quedara, pero me, I, I still feel like, okay, I appreciate my body and everything it's done for me and what it's gone through. But now, okay, what do I need to do to be able to now enjoy my family and age gracefully without pains, you know? I'm sure you guys' moms will tell you guys, no, not only the cremita, but like, no pises así, no camines así, no te quites los zapatos con los sí. pies calientes. Los, uh, los pies all calientes. these little, yeah, all these little things that you're like, whatever, mom or parent, leave me alone. Now I'm like, fuck, I probably shouldn't fucking do that shit anymore. I should listen to my mama. <laughs> all these things. And, and, and now I'm realizing as I'm aging, I'm realizing that my mom was going through that process and was sharing her information with me. And now I'm appreciative of it. So with that aging process, I'm like, yes, I'm becoming a lot like my mom, but I'm, I'm glad that there was, at least she felt comfortable saying that. Maybe it sounded like nagging to me because she was like, yes, yes, el otro, no hagas esto. But then now I'm like, okay, I appreciate it now. So that aging process is hopefully easier on me now that I embrace it. Thanks. To yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I think when we think about like what's weird and what becomes weird for me, I think the things that I didn't believe would be weird. Like people would say, you know, stress will be bad for your body. And I didn't, you know, I was just going, moving 20s, 30s. And then it's not until my late 30s that I realized like, yeah, stress can manifest and you don't sleep and your skin is strained and your heart is palpitating. Like you have to take care of yourself. And I think when you, you think you're so invincible in your 20s. So that's my ultimate thoughts on aging is that we don't necessarily take care of ourselves when it comes to like our mindsets and our mental health because we just go, go, go and you have FOMO, you don't want to miss out and you stay late for that boss or that job or you're going to that Vegas trip. We talked about that earlier. Like you'll go on a whim to Vegas. And as you get older, you don't necessarily have the urge to kind of do that. But I like what Vettel said about weight because I'm with you, Vettel. I never had um, any concern with my weight at all. I always in high school felt confident and I wasn't the thinnest either. And I always liked dressing with great sex appeal. And I would wear the short skirts and the backless shirts. And no matter what weight I was in college, I dressed that way. Anyway, I was comfortable, tight, tight jeans. That's what I liked wearing. And my brother always thought I was like so fat. And he always say I was so fat. And looking back on it, like I had the best BMI college and high school, like I wasn't heavyset. But I do remember being influenced, especially by our friend Nadia in college, because she was so preoccupied with weight. And it took up such big mental energy from what I could tell about her then. And she would always kind to monitor what I was eating and I found that so interesting and she would like make me weigh myself and I would weigh myself and I thought there's a cool weight like I wouldn't I would never even weigh myself like I didn't care what I weighed like I'd be at forever 21 like what fits good I didn't care what size it was and then you start to grow and change I remember the first time I ever lost weight all the attention I got because I went abroad and I started working out and I wasn't like Veto where I was strong enough to recognize like I actually love how I look I was unaware, blissfully unaware that I loved how I looked. So then I started to go to the gym just because I thought that's what's natural. You're supposed to go to the gym if you start to gain weight. And I dropped weight really fast and I got super skin. And then the, all the insults came from being supposedly in really great shape. So I was like, shit, that plays such a mind game with you. And I'm this young person, flash forward, you know, it's not that easy to go to the gym now and drop weight like crazy. And back then I took for granted my strong body, my discipline, my willingness to kind of even go down and wait or come up and wait. What I'm getting to this long-winded story is to share with women that yes, you hear it and yet you don't believe it. That like you are calling yourself fat right now and 10 years from now, you're going to pray to God that you could get back to that weight. You'll want to be that girl in, you know, wherever mm -hmm. we were in Brazil in our twenties or wherever the hell we were, you'll want to look like in that song. song. 
yeah, wear the two piece, be excited in the mirror. And this is coming from someone who has had those issues and those thoughts. Because when I lost weight, it became I've never been uncomfortable. And now people are giving me all this great attention for being thin, or judging me for being thin. My mom was the best at like judging like Devero's mom with they mean well, Latinos are you know how they are young stretch. And then when you get skinny, no comes, come más tortillas. No, no solo puedes comer pescado. Like my mom 100. was the queen of like, mm -hmm. I couldn't do one side or the other well. She was worried about me either way. And I didn't realize in my 20s that that messed with me. That completely messed with me. And I'm so grateful that I ended up being pregnant in my 20s when most of my kids would think because then it gave me an escape from like thinking about it. I was like, I have to think about it. Now it's the acceptable fat. I'm pregnant every couple of years. I can let go of that feeling that I was going into where like, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. But now mm -hmm. in my 40s, I realized I should have just been doing me. I was already doing me. I was already okay with me. I didn't have to get on the scale. I ate fast food and I still look good. Like I let yeah. like the outside influences who wanted to work out, who wanted to be thinner, who wanted to share a meal at dinner impact me. And now I know it's easier to say it that I'm on the other side. But social media, that's the devil that social media is. That is the devil that social media is because as good as you think you are, you're still nitpicking something about you with age and thinking, oh, I had this kind of skin in my 20s or this kind of hair in my 20s. And like, you're never going to get those years back. You're never going to get it back. Mm -mm. So thank you little, for saying like, I'm this way and that's my weight and I'm comfortable because the truth of the matter is I remember coming into my own once. And realizing that you could wish to look like somebody else. You could straight up wish to have somebody else's body. But they could be dealing with cancer. They could be severely depressed wanting to kill themselves. That's part of their body. Their brain. Their mindset. How they think. What's inside of them. Don't ever wish that upon you. What if you're over here desiring this woman's body on social media. And she's the most unhappy person who hates herself but looks a certain way. Would you really want to change mindset with that woman? Or would you want that attention? She might get all this attention in the world for her body and be lonely and bitter mm -hmm. and unhappy and unloved. So to desire what someone else has without you actually possessing that, I think is dangerous. So love your bodies, have that self-love. And I think that and I have been really vulnerable and honest about what that means. It means like accepting you, whatever that's going to look like, because we're all going to age. We're all going to age and we're all going to face ageism. We're all going to be not the funny one in the room anymore because people look at us like, oh, she's the old lady. I remember having bosses that were in their 40s. <laughs> or she's that, or she's yeah. that funny old lady. Don't funny. worry about that. Yeah, she's the funny old lady. Like, oh, she got grown kids. Like, she can't relate. Like, one day you'll be the awkward one in the room because you can't relate to the young ones. And you should embrace that about you and get around like-minded people and be with those your age or younger or older. There's so much value in hanging out with older people. You learn so much. I think it's helped me kind of calm my mindset to see them go with the flow, get maturity. Because that's where I wanted to shift gears to now. Like, personally as a person like a mindset with age what changed for you all with your mindset and i can start because i know you ladies don't know these questions many people don't know that when we moderate we surprise our co-host here with questions we either give them time to think about an answer so i've pre-programmed mine and i was thinking a lot about beyond the physical which we're all going to have these funny stories about the physical and different kinds of physical changes but in attitude mindset character Per profession even for me I remember in my 20s giving a shit about what people thought of me and not knowing that that was hindering me like not speaking up when I needed to um, being afraid to be direct when I needed to just wanting to be a good Latina listening to my boss and if my boss was saying something racist 
not standing up against that if my boss was being sexist because they're older they're wiser we're supposed to respect them and i didn't have confidence that i needed then and now i look at it and i see it in my 20 something year old staff and i try to create a space of you might see something that i don't see and you can respectfully tell me hey boss like you're so disconnected you don't get this you're older like we have to have an open dialogue and so i would have made bolder moves even younger had i been confident about myself and what i could bring so those of you in your 20s grappling with being the confident person and you see it in a 50 year old and a 40 year old start now those women probably in their 20s they also were too shy too quiet not willing to speak up a lot of us in our 20s just want to work we're for to freaking be there we have these first careers we have these first jobs and we don't ask for the freaking raise it takes too many years to ask for more money because we're not making bold career moves and i remember that my 30s i really recognized it and i saw it in those girls in their 20s and i'm like i don't want to be that boss i don't want to be that boss that takes advantage takes advantage of the fact that they're calladitas right now because they haven't lived all this life experience and realized like, hey, I haven't gotten shit out of being here 10 years. So if you're listening to this, make bolder moves sooner. I know that comes with age is my point. I know it comes maturity and strength and courage comes with age, but it doesn't have to. You don't have to wait that long to change your mindset about what you deserve and who you are and how much value you bring. Young people are always dismissed because they're young. And yet we may have the secret sauce. We may be the best in the room and we're quiet. So please be bold. Turn to us if you need help and support. Turn to our freaking Instagram page. Find a quote right there that'll give you like las ganas to like stand up for yourself. And the last thing I'll say about mindset is just being wise. I realize now I do have years under my belt. I can be wise with that young couple. I can like show my scars and be really comfortable. We go out with other couples now that we recently start to hang out with. And we talk about those tough years and the money years and all the stuff we went through. At the time we were ashamed and we kept it all in. And now it's like, don't be ashamed of the years that you've lived and the stuff that you've learned and the mistakes that you've made. Age gives you grace. So the tip of the day is give yourself grace, love yourself and love your story. You do not want to be in your 50s and still ashamed about the mistakes you made in your 20s and your 30s and keeping it all to yourself and not wanting to say like what Veto and I said here about sometimes we haven't felt like the hottest in the room and it messes with us. And sometimes our parents were supportive and this is how we felt about it. A young woman needs to hear that from a person that she admires that's 10, 20, 30 years old than her and I wish there were older women in my life that let their guard down instead of judging me and telling me Estás gordita, I wish they would have said you know what in college like I kind of actually struggled with my weight like me sentía bien and then my friends were more like if I would have seen my story in another person then maybe I wouldn't have been so obsessed with my weight and being pregnant wouldn't have been my haven we're like good I'm just gonna be pregnant and I don't want to be judged for my weight by my own mom right but I needed to have women on the other side willing to be vulnerable have grace with yourself be vulnerable with yourself don't wait too late to realize that judging people is a bunch of baloney and hiding what you've been through is a bunch of baloney. And then at that point, you feel like, oh, I really wish I was this other person. That gave me time to to think of two things. One, being confident with my body because you guys are probably like, si tu que? no. Okay, so I remember I remember being in high school and wrapping like a sweater around my waist because me daba vergüenza my butt. Me daba vergüenza my butt. Because me veía como flaquilla, like me veía como wow. flaquilla, pero with like a bubble butt. And I remember as, butt. As, as I was growing up, my, uh, you know, mis tíos me hacían burla, like, ah, trae pañal or whatever. So no sé si eso se me quedó, but whatever, I was like, no, I'm not, you know, when I was a kid and I was, I would cry. So then fast forward high school, I remember being in a class and like, you know, unos muchachos in the background kind of desmadrosos there. And then me paré yo and they're like, yep, Cecilia. I was like, what? And they're, no me querían decir que, right? No me querían decir que. Later I found out that they were doing like a little like 
chart of a king who was who had the biggest butt and there and i i had one so i was like now i was like yeah you know now i think about it i was like yeah that's me but then back then i was like you know 16 por ahí 15 and i was like me da la vergüenza so i started wearing a sweater around my waist to cover it um not your hubby el siempre fue muy respetuoso <laughs> Más le vale. Más le vale, I know. That's a great point to this. Like, it totally makes sense. Like, right. you're over here thin and with a body, a great body that we all wanted to have Ceci's booty in college. And yet people made you feel objectified. It made you feel like, tiene pañal, that's freaking cruel, right? And it's like, it right. messes with us. Yeah, and I remember, like, now when I look at, like, pictures from high school or whatever, like, my style, I was like, según yo, I was stylish, but I was like, kind of like on the conservative side like my uh my prom dress was like not fitted but it was like uh like ball gown kind of ish i guess estaban usando but still like me puse guantes hasta acá me sentía toda una princesa y whatnot y luego it wasn't until i got to college and i want to say it was freshman year that lise was like oh my god you have a great butt oh my god no you have to wear this so como que eso me dio la la confianza and the confidence like yeah i want to i want to feel good and i want to feel sexy so i kind of came into my own during those college years and in my 20s like yeah i want to wear that yeah i i can rock that uh let me let me let me wear that and we're gonna have we're gonna go to vegas you know okay let's you know let's go let's plan our outfits and like that was like a big thing i remember planning our outfits for like parties or whatever and how exciting that was uh but then with confidence about speaking I, I was a shy friend. Yo nunca decía nada. ¿Se acuerdan ustedes? We would have like dollhouse conversations. And it I don't know if it was because I was the oldest one. And also my family, we never had conversations like that. And we weren't outspoken. It was just like, okay, comíamos todos juntos. Um, not to say that we, you know, we earlier with the conversation with our husbands, I want to say that it, my family was similar to Diego's and like, you know, crecimos yes. bien con, con amor, pero we didn't have these big discussions. And so I think that's why like, and you guys me voltean a ver, like, Ceci, you know, ¿tú qué opinas? O tú qué, di algo. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. And and it wasn't until, like, kind of, like, late 20s. And I want to say until my my 30s where, like, okay, no, I want to talk. I want to say what I'm feeling. Uh, have these conversations with my friends and say, oh, my God, you know, you know, this is what I'm thinking And, and even, even in like, you know, my prior jobs, I mean, I wasn't outspoken. I never said anything that I was thinking. And now when this, you know, because I always compare with now and then before my prior law firm, because like that firm was like the firm that I had been with the longest. And it wasn't until the end where I was like more comfortable talking. And now with this new role, it's just like, no, I'm going to say what I'm thinking and I'm going to make suggestions and I'm going to, you know, kind of pave the way pave the way for people that come after me and that's like that, that's really what i how i feel and i think it's also important to not forget where you come from um i you know we're, we're all planning kind of like this big reunion with our friends and like i'm getting so excited about it like i think that's one thing that keeps us young because nos acordamos like what a great time we had as you know growing up and and being in college together living together and You know, I've been sharing some photos here and there in our group chat. So it's just, it's kind of cool to, to see that, like, and, and knowing and recognizing, sabes que, ya son otros tiempos, <laughs> we can't stay up late like that anymore. 
right? That's packing me up. Like Vera was on the side of like, we can stay up late. I'm like, I know me now. I struggle when people come over and it's late. I'm like, yo estoy cansada. And I remember the old me, le daba, le daba, le daba. I was up till five in the morning chit-chatting with my friends. I didn't, sí. I didn't chime in. I'm like, I can't guarantee that I won't go to bed at 10. Oh no, that's what I, what I meant to say was like, everyone's like, oh, we're going to go to bed. Vamos a vamos a I'm like, do you guys know who's joining our group? <laughs> like, do you guys know Sandrita and Lisa are going to be there? And it's, um, for me, it was more of a, las conocemos como, las todas somos arguanderas. Once you get us all together, olvídate, we have, we match the energy, we do, oh, yeah. do that. So, and the fact that we're seeing our friends that are, we, you know, we haven't seen Sandra, you know, she lives in Germany and she's, we haven't seen her in, in, a, in a few years. She hasn't been down and, you know, we haven't, well, I haven't seen Christian in a minute. I was planning to go see him right when I got pregnant with Gali. So, you know, pl plans change and things happen. So that's why I was like, no, we can do it. We can rally. But not in the sense of like, you guys know who Sandra and Lisa are, right? Okay, so first of all, we're, they're going to be part of this group. We're all going to be there. We're going to find a way. So if we're drunk with our face masks y con pantuflas, F it. Let, it, let it be that. It's totally be down. El chisme en platicar, pero anima pantuflas, y'all. Con un vinito, <laughs> algo sobrinito. Yo sí, yo también, algo vinito. Relajante. De tanta plática, ¿cuál fue la pregunta, Irene? thing that changed for you in terms of not physical because we always think about physical but your mind your person your character changes as you age what's been the biggest thing for you where you're like you know what i totally see life differently now at this age i just um i just took responsibility more serious i've had a great career thus far you know um i had a great experience with you know learning and becoming i believe the leader um that i wanted to become i i, I came became that pretty young pretty early um, but you know, the money came in the, you know, I went to work for different companies and, and the money was always good. And I don't think I learned to value it and, and really, you know, value my capabilities as much. I just feel like now I take the, my responsibilities that much more serious just because I'm, I'm older. It's like, I, I don't have time to F around, you know, as much or, or, you know, when it comes down to things, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I want to shoot the shit, but I can't shoot the shit right now because I have to get things in, I, th these things done. And, and the sense, my time, I uh, my mindset is like, it's not, I don't have an open timeline. You know, it's it's not like a, cuando pase, pase. Um, so I've gotten more into like, okay, I guess you can say the planning aspect, you know, putting more more thought into what what do I want to do next, you know, and and what do we want to do as, as La Vola Batina? And um like, what do we want our company to be? And what do we, all those kind of things, the responsibility is just taken so much more serious because it's, um, yeah, I'm just older and I, I value what we have. I value the time that I have. I value the time that other people have. So it, it's, it's kind of brought more of that reality check into like, you know what, ahorita tenemos mañana no, um, my actions, you know, everything I do, I just have to take more responsibility for because it is who I am. You know, my name is behind it. And before reputation was, in, in a sense, like it's also reputation, you know, what you do, you know, whatever you do uh, follows you. You know, it's like, oh, you know, Vero is the, sh she's late and she's this and she's that. And I, I feel like I've learned to manage my time more seriously. You know, I, how, what, what really my mindset has been like, what is a priority? What are my priorities? What is important? What does, what deems my attention like what do I need to give my attention and my time to I now no longer just say yes to everything um I can't I can't even though I want to no puedo and I've learned to have to do that and sometimes it might be the missing out part and sometimes it might just be because I'm tired because I need the time for me 
Um, so all of that, it's just been uh, the mindset aspect of like, you know, just check yourself, be a little more responsible, be a little bit more, you know, um, careful with your time and, and how you spend your energy. It's definitely been that instead of just giving and giving and giving me away, it's been more of like, okay, no, tomate tu tiempo, you know, it, it's okay. And I feel that that has definitely changed with, for me in that sense, helped me mature and, and become this 39 year old young chick trying to young chick see I didn't say lady I said 39 year old young chick trying to you know make things happen not only for myself but also for the people around me and in this case with level of Latina you know you girls um there's days that I'm not feeling my best and I'm like no this is not just me you know the responsibility falls you know this is this is for Ceci this is for Irene this is for our families this is you know we are a team and I feel that with age, it just has become more clear to what those those things are, the, the importance and the priorities and all that good stuff. That is beautiful. It is like such a beautiful way to wrap this episode, in fact, because I really like Vettel's high points. Vettel's high points were really a way that I think all of us come into our own to realize in our 40s, maybe later in our 50s, maybe it's nearly 30s for you, but reputation is everything. It's not about the perky boobs. Like one day, what you're left with is who's, who you are as a person. We all kind of touched on self-love, whatever age we came to that realization, some of us sooner. It sounds like Vettel had that really early on and it was confidence. And I'm so proud of her because self-love, especially in our community, is it can be hard to come by and it, it's something we don't talk about enough i know that we've talked today about making bolder moves sooner so age is two things it's the physical things that we talked about and we laughed about and sure you can't get away from it you can't have all the plastic surgery in the world to change that you will age and your body will change and weight will go up and down and you even shrink my kids laugh about how we tell them that eventually maybe you're a little hunchback and our, our grandmas are actually shorter than how we remember them i'm going to end this podcast with a story about my mom my mom is 80 years old and I remember being young and thinking that she wasn't very old. And we have a 40-year age gap. So clearly, you know, she, poor thing, she was trying to raise a 10-year-old and she was 50. She was trying to send the kid to college and she was 60. And I never really understood her age until now. It makes me a little emotional because I've been spending a lot of time with my mom. And I don't even know my mom because she's so much older than me. Like, I don't know who she was the first 50, 60 years of her life. So I'm getting to know my mom. And she's really cute about earrings and always having earrings on. And I think I get that from her. And, like, I didn't realize, like, she likes having her nails done and her eyebrows done. And I guess I get that from her. I don't realize that until now. And I was um, helping her out with her earrings for some reason. And she lost one. So I put these earrings on her that I was wearing at the doctor's a month ago. I, I see my mom once a month for sure, at least, to take her to the doctor's. I've committed to that. But I see her more. But at her doctor's appointment, we always have these stories so I gave her my earring so a month or less than a month has gone on because she has a doctor's appointment coming and I go over for some other reason and she's like my nails are not done my hair is not done and now I'm a person I'm doing her nails I'm doing her hair and because I'm doing her hair that's right she takes off the earrings and she goes how about you put these other ones on me and they were smaller and I'm like, we'll keep those, mom. She's like, yeah, they're slightly too big. She's like, pero cuando yo era joven, cuando yo era joven, me encantaban los aretes largos, grandes, pero ya no puedo, you know. And I have no concept of my mom being like sassy and picking up like these gorgeous like feather earrings, bright pink, red. I have no photos of it. I have no concept of it. And it just, it was a warm moment for me because I think that the more I've embraced my mom, the more I've gotten to know her and I have these stories to tell my kids, but I don't know that person. So I want to leave everybody with the tip of the day that like everyone's getting older. Give yourself some grace. 
we're all going to get there. You cannot cheat death. You cannot cheat age. I love that. I think it was Veto or someone who said, we're not going to have all the time in the world. That fuels me. That fuels me so much. And it's very neurotic of me. And it helps my husband and I be successful. But I like that about myself. I like that. I think we don't have all the time in the world to make the best decisions for our family and live the best life that we want. So we're going to have to take bold moves and whether it's our career, whether it's the self-love, whether it's doing the things that we've always wanted to do, be more responsible, Veto said, take more time. I love that because time waits for no one. So we want to hear from you. Send us your questions about aging. Send us your weird comments about things we didn't cover on. I know we said, you know, chin hairs and patterns and maybe your foot falling asleep and crazy things. Like, And this is this doesn't touch the part where we're like, you know, we're, we're talking about the physical and the mental part of it. It's like, it doesn't, you know, we've grown also in the sense of financially right because as you grow and you you establish yourself and you're more like doing what you enjoy and what you love then it's like there comes a financial aspect and that's a whole different growth in itself then <laughs> we mature with it so that's that's probably for a topic definitely for another convert like for another episode but you it's know. huge and it's relatable because earlier we, like we mentioned, we've had an episode with our husbands and each couple, all three of us covered finances in some way or another. And there was one of the two that had a story about finances, whether that meant I couldn't make the money for the family because I'm studying or I wasn't very good with money and I was spending it or I grew up with no money and I didn't realize and how that impacted me. So money is huge. And as you age your wounds and your upbringing and your feelings around money will come to terms and you'll recognize them and the goals that you have around money. We can't avoid it. Like we can't avoid wrinkles. Mm -hmm. We can't avoid that this world operates on money. So send us questions about that too, because maybe we need a whole episode about lessons learned in our twenties and our thirties and what we really envision for our fifties and the things we're really going to get after that are going to take resources and planning. I mean, that's what our coaching is about. Someone asked me the other day I was on their podcast, like what's the biggest help we do for women. And I kind of mentioned how, you know, we, 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 Think a lot about money for every single situation because everyone can do something better with their money, spend more because they're hoarding it or save more because they haven't or dream more because they're avoiding it. So it was kind of neat to talk about how money is the common denominator for a lot of us. We'll do another episode on money. We'll do another episode on aging. Send us the weird things that you can think of. Our email is admin at leveluplatina.com. We really want to hear from you on this topic because it's so different for every person. Definitely hit us up on Twitter at Latina underscore up. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, our favorite platform platform at level of platina is our handle we have really enjoyed being together today even with the street racing that is apparently going on in my neighborhood this has been fun i wonder if they're young i wonder if those are 50 year old men just racing down the street girl it better be it better be Mm -hmm. It better be. It better not be somebody's child. It's been great seeing you all. I think you're beautiful. I love your butt, Sissy. I love your hair and your canas little. I love everything about you girls. And I'm excited that we get to grow old together. Yeah, and I'm excited Aww. to see you guys. Yeah, no I know. Palm Springs. Here we come. Maybe not in my thong, but in my... Big, big retreat coming. We're going to have to get a episode going. We might do a little podcast in the middle of our drunken pool party yeah. at the pool house and get all there of our friends to chime in. You know I'm going to have a floaty about girl. Memories. <laughs> We're going to have a floaty. We're going to talk about what it's like to get back together with your friends after 20 years. All yeah. of you in one room and it's not like somebody's wedding. Oh I'm really God, proud of us. We're doing it. This reminded me of uh, the time you guys caught me going down the slide because you guys don't have, I don't have a swim. We were at your brother's house, I remember, for <laughs> yeah. Lisette's baby shower. Yeah. And we're like, we're not going in the, in the pool. Why? I went in with our clothes on. We all did. And I was like, I want to do the slide, but I don't know how to swim. Can you guys catch me? Yeah. Yeah. That was the best baby shower. I think you were reminding me that we all threw on these big t-shirts. We thought we were so sophisticated Uh and the pool was just for show. And we all jumped in that pool in these big old t-shirts. That was a fun, fun get together. Thank you for reminding me of that. We'll do that in Palm Springs. Uh And we jump in that pool and have a good time. Love you girls.
Espera, falta un chingo. Dale, 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 d